0: Good morning, afternoon, or even evening, whenever you're listening to this, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Periodical Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin, along with our resident podcast guru, Tavis Killian. Well, I don't know if I'd exactly say guru. (laughs) And today we're going to give an update to our post-COVID global demand outlook projections. Per usual, our discussion today is going to cover the content in this week's Periodical that I released this past Wednesday, April 14th.
1: Nine months ago, RP team proposed global oil demand would be approaching 100 million barrels per day by December 2020 and would return to pre-pandemic levels by Q4 of 2021. Well, we altered those projections in the final week of 2020 to reflect the second wave of pandemic-induced lockdowns with an updated projection for global demand reaching 97.5 million barrels per day by year-end 2020 and 100.5 million barrels per day by the end of 2021. Now the global vaccination rollouts are in full force and the world is prepared to enter the summer driving season. So how accurate were these expectations and what does the remainder of the year look like for global oil demand? The
0: petroleum industry is at the heart of the global progress machine as hydrocarbons are the fuel of the world's energy system. Unfortunately, the global pandemic upended all aspects of society and the oil and gas industry was no different. The coronavirus causes massive demand destruction for hydrocarbons, and recovery is going to occur at different rates throughout the various sectors of the economy. As economic recovery resumes, the demand for hydrocarbons will begin to rapidly rise and quickly surpass pre-pandemic levels. Oil and gas are used in almost all industries and creates countless products that ease our way of life. From gasoline to battery parts, modern society cannot function properly without hydrocarbons. The fuel needed to run economies will continue to be essential as the world begins to reopen and usher in a new age, but the breakdown in consumption
1: may start to change. At the start of 2020, crude oil demand was at all-time highs, topping out at about 101 million barrels per day. This growth phenomenon would have extended back to 2006, if not for the Great Recession, a period of general decline observed in national economies globally between December of 2007 through June of 2009. While the scale and timing of the recession varied from country to country, it had a worldwide impact. Global oil demand declined for several years during this period, and a similar trend has presented itself as the world exits the current crisis. Levels for crude oil demand in 2020 were down significantly from the 2019 end-of-year highs, but vaccine rollout efforts have given 2021 the momentum to help close the gap. Lagging demand has still left the hope of a swift recovery off the table.
0: In April of 2020, during the peak of the coronavirus pandemic, global oil demand was down nearly 22% from its record highs. According to the June release of the United Energy Information Administration's short-term energy outlook, global oil demand reached 101.86 million barrels per day in December of 2019, but by April 2020, that value had dropped to a mere 79.15 million barrels per day. The demand destruction was due to economies and societies worldwide completely shutting down to stop the spread of the virus. Travel restrictions, canceled events, and lockdown orders forced individuals to shelter in place for months, causing global oil demand to plummet.
1: Regardless of the global pandemic, many experts predict overall oil demand will rise into the foreseeable future until efficiency improvements in the transportation sector force an eventual plateau. While the timeline for a return to record high levels of oil demand remains uncertain, one fact is clear current society was built by hydrocarbons. In order to maintain this progress, demand for oil and gas must continue to rise well into the future.
0: In the final weeks of 2020, the Rare Petro media team noted that global oil demand was certainly returning, but it was taking significantly longer than expected. The culprit? A second wave of lockdowns that kept global society sheltering in place much longer than anticipated six months prior. With borders shut down and individuals forced to stay at home as a second wave of the global pandemic wreaked havoc, it is no surprise global oil demand was still struggling to recover. Much of this was due to the transportation sector, which alone accounted for upwards of 60% of global oil demand. Another hindrance to demand quickly returning is the sudden shift away from combustion engines. Late 2020 saw a massive push in the electric vehicle industry that continued to hinder any kind of future demand growth, but luckily, there was a light at the end of the tunnel with the vaccine release for the coronavirus. Although it was understood life would not go back to normal for quite some time, it was certainly the glimmer of hope that the global petroleum
1: industry needed after nearly a year of weathering the storm. RP initially estimated the global oil demand would surpass 2019 levels by the start of Q4 2021, meaning that in just one year, global demand would be above pre-coronavirus levels, but modified those projections in December to reflect a second wave of lockdowns. This update alters the latest projections due to a renewed focus on clean energy and some European countries instituting yet another round of lockdowns. In December, initial projections by the IEA and EIA predicted demand would not return to those pre-pandemic levels in 2021, and although the Rare Petro team still believes demand will return quicker than most analytics firms, lagging global demand has again forced 2021 projections to change.
0: Updated projections for the EIA, IEA, and Rare Petro indicate higher fourth quarter 2021 demand than predicted in December, but lower overall projections for 2021. How can this be? Well, global crude oil demand is a constant balancing act between a multitude of factors, and the scales have tipped towards consumption later than initially expected for three main reasons. The first reason is a renewed focus on clean, green energy supported by the moves of President Joe Biden. With a flurry of executive actions in his first few months as president, Joe Biden has set his clean energy revolution into motion. The cornerstone of his clean energy plan, working with Congress to put the United States on an irreversible path for achieving economy-wide net-zero emissions no later than 2050, has trickled into the fossil fuel industry with a renewed ESG focus on creating green energy. Such actions have slowed crude oil demand projections as many analysts foresee the eventual energy transition happening sooner rather than later with Joe Biden steering the ship. The second factor has to do with pandemic-induced lifestyle changes. Leading that charge? Employees working from home. According to a new Harvard Business School survey more than a year after the coronavirus shut down offices worldwide, most workers now say that they actually prefer the work-from-home grind and would like to maintain at least a hybrid schedule in the post-pandemic world. According to the survey, 61% or more than half the workers who have been at home since last March say they would like a hybrid work schedule where they go into the office only two or three days a week, while another 27% want to work remotely full-time, and only 18% prefer to go back to the office full-time. Just three months into the pandemic, S&P Global Platts predicted between 1 and 1. 1.5 million barrels per day of crude oil demand would be lost from people no longer commuting, with another 1.5 to 2 million barrels per day lost from a slowdown in business travel. If over half of working adults wish to continue working from home two days a week, that would be another half a million barrels per day of global demand wiped off the table, thus hindering
1: short-term demand growth. The final reason is quite broad, but also very simple. The global pandemic is taking longer to deal with than initially anticipated. After the second wave of lockdown's crippled demand in late 2020, a future path seemed to be clear, with vaccine rollouts seemingly on the horizon. The problem was, the vaccine rollout was far too slow, even in developed countries like the United States and the European Union. To begin the new year, the European Commission began a coronavirus vaccination campaign to vaccinate 80% of people over the age of 80. Now, three months into their campaign, Only five EU countries have met the goal, and only a few of those reporting have vaccinated 80% of their health and social care workers. The World Health Organization criticized Europe's sluggish vaccine rollout as unacceptably slow in a recent statement, pointing to the low rate of vaccinations with just 10% of Europeans receiving at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine and only 4% having been fully vaccinated, according to the World Health Organization. Fears are now beginning to mount that have forced several European countries to extend or reintroduce lockdown measures as a third wave of the pandemic sweeps the continent fueled by new, more contagious
0: variants. For the United States, in the final weeks of December and the final month of President Donald Trump's time in the White House, federal officials with Operation Warp Speed announced that about 50 million people would have received their first of two shots of the COVID-19 vaccine by the end of January. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar also said that the government should have enough supplies so that every American who wants a vaccine can get theirs by summer 2021. As of February 1st, the United States had administered a mere 26.5 million vaccinations, half of what was expected during that time. These delays have extended the oil-crippling lifestyle of the global pandemic, but on the flip side, there also lies hope. What we're really focusing on here is why demand is still lagging, and like we said, it's three main points especially with Joe Biden in the White House. There's this massive push for this green energy environmental focus push. Nothing wrong with that. But really, the mentality of everyone is we're steering away from fossil fuels and more towards greener sources of energy. The second is plain and simple. People just want to continue working from home. My parents are among them. They've told me there's no way I'm going back to the office. They love being able to wake up in the morning, have their coffee, and then have a 30-second commute down the stairs to their desk instead of an hour commute into the office into Denver. And then the last of those is the vaccine rollouts in the United States and the European Union started out just far, far, far too slow. They're anticipating 50 million people were going to get their first of two doses by the end of January. By February 1st, we were at half of that. And the WHO is saying that in the European Union, vaccine rollouts are still unacceptably
1: slow. And you don't have to look too far to see that. I mean, at least from that vaccination perspective, I know people that are taking road trips all the way to Grand Junction just to get a vaccine because they can't find them in the Denver area. So I am still bullish that oil will make a great return like everyone's predicting. But like you said, there still are a few lingering things that are hampering that demand. While woefully missing the end of January goal of 50 million vaccinations, President Biden hoped to achieve 100 million vaccinations in his first 100 days. Initially, this seemed out of the question and remained a hindrance to short-term crude demand growth. That is, until the vaccination rollout picked up momentum, causing President Joe Biden to update his goal of 100 million vaccines administered in his first 100 days in office to 200 million vaccines. We met our first goal on day 58, said Biden, I know it's ambitious, twice our original goal, but no other country in the world has even come close. His announcement came on March 25th when the United States was averaging 2.5 million vaccinations each and every day. But on April 1st, the United States hit a single-day high of over 4 million daily vaccinations, leading to a total of more than 171 million doses administered and fully vaccinating over 64.4 million people, or just under 20% of the total
0: U.S. population. Since the transportation sector alone accounts for upwards of 60% of global oil demand, it should be no surprise that as individuals gain the freedom to move out and about, this sector will tip the consumption scales toward a bright end of the year. In fact, U.S. gasoline demand exceeded 2020 levels for the first time in March 2021. While demand still trails pre-pandemic levels, it is certainly a bullish sign leading into the summer driving season, where gasoline demand is poised to skyrocket. Meanwhile, there appears to be a travel bug sweeping across the world. With jet fuel stocks draining worldwide and more commercial air travel in the U.S. than the past year, it certainly seems people are ready to see the world again as more than 1.58 million people pass through airports over Easter weekend. While the lack of air travel certainly decimated global petroleum demand at the peak of the pandemic, with nearly all flights grounded, it is expected to be a key driver for the accelerated demand recovery going into the final months of 2021. In fact, the demand change was so abrupt and unexpected that Delta Airlines had to cancel more than 100 flights over the busy Easter weekend due to crew shortages as they didn't
1: anticipate the volume of passengers traveling. The cherry on top lies in the manufacturing sector, which had its index race to a 37-year high in March. The Institute for Supply Management, ISM, announced its index of national factory activity jumped to a reading of 64.7 last month from 60.8 in February already the highest level since December 1983. A reading above 50 indicates expansion in manufacturing, which accounts for 11.9% of the U.S. economy and will provide an additional boost to global crude oil demand. Not surprisingly, as a result of the manufacturing boom, U.S. producers made 3.4% more cardboard in 2020 than the previous year due to higher demand for shipping boxes. While that might not sound like a lot, the increase is equivalent to 477 square miles of corrugated board, enough to cover all of New York City with room to spare. So this is exactly why we're seeing that
0: entirety, the average of 2021 demand estimates are lower because the first quarter of 2021, crude oil demand was lower than we expected. You know, we thought with vaccines rolling out, the things were going to happen quicker, but it it just didn't quite catch enough speed. But now that we've entered, you know, the, the second quarter of 2021, that global oil demand is picking up steam and it's picking up steam quickly, which has altered our fourth quarter 2021 demands to actually be higher than we expected last December.
1: Basically, you predicted the right trends in the right directions, but you just couldn't predict it, how quickly these things would swing back and forth.
0: Absolutely, and and kind of like we said, the, the timeline to return to pre-pandemic levels has been delayed as a result of the continued pandemic, but that logic remains the same. People around the world still need plastics for their daily activities, roads and vehicles to travel from place to place, Goods and services created and shipped with hydrocarbons and other consumables derived from crude oil. A renewed focus on clean green energy, hybrid work models, and a slow vaccination rollout and subsequent third wave of lockdowns certainly hampered crude oil demand in the first quarter of 2021, but accelerated vaccine deployments worldwide, a stronger economy, manufacturing sector growth, and a desire to travel has ensured a more rapid return to pre-pandemic levels of demand. Last July, the initial consensus estimated total energy demand would return to pre-crisis levels by year-end 2021 or early 2022. Unfortunately, those estimates were inaccurate, but analysts agree that energy demand will return and subsequently surpass pre-crisis
1: levels by year-end 2022 or early 2023. The start of 2021 was slow in terms of global oil demand recovery, but has sped up significantly since the start of the second quarter. Hopes were high as the world entered a new year that 2021 was going to be the year that things went back to normal, but the first few months made those hopes seem like a far-fetched idea. Just like Punxsutawney Phil seeing his shadow and extending winter six more weeks, the hope for a return to pre-pandemic life was delayed just as well. Luckily, just as flowers started to bloom, global oil demand began to pick up steam. While the speed and depth of the recovery will be uneven both geographically and in terms of sectors and products, one thing is clear. The world is on the road to recovery. With the renewed focus on a green economy in developed areas of the world, chances are gasoline demand is unlikely to return to its 2019 trajectory anytime soon, as efficiency gains and the shift to electric vehicles eclipse robust mobility growth in the developing world. Alternatively, a global travel bug has analysts projecting aviation fuels, the hardest hit by the crisis, to slowly return to 2019 levels by 2024 but the spread of online meetings could permanently alter business travel trends. If this is the case, what was the tipping point to cause demand to return and begin accelerating so quickly? The exciting growth moving
0: forward is expected to come from emerging and developing economies, underpinned by rising populations and incomes. The developed world will continue to consume hydrocarbons until energy efficiencies create an eventual decline, while additional consumption growth will occur in areas relying on cheaper sources of energy. Oil and gas is used in almost every industry and creates countless products which have an enormous impact on modern daily life. From gasoline to Tupperware, the world cannot function without hydrocarbons and they will continue to play a significant role in the global energy system. Bottom line, once the world recovers from the pandemic, a high demand for hydrocarbons will continue to build and fuel the human race. Progress may have been temporarily slowed, but human resilience will manifest from these trying times
1: to build a better post-COVID society. But that is the end of this episode, and you might as well subscribe to this podcast, because you can see just how quickly things can change. And if you can get that podcast, listen to it as soon as it drops, you will be in the know and ready to talk with people. You can go to rarepetro.com to find the rest of this series and those other estimates that we made, along with a useful links page that will definitely direct you to where we source a lot of this data and base those predictions off of But Like I said, that's the end of this episode. Subscribe to the podcast, visit rarepetro.com, and until we see you next time, take care, everybody. We'll see you guys next week.